Good morning. It's the 24th of March 2021. I am Lydia Lakonyero. Welcome to the news around Uganda. Our first story takes us to Parliament where staff and legislators will receive the COVID-19 vaccine this week. The announcement was made by the Speaker of Parliament in the plenary yesterday. Kadaga said the Minister of Health will conduct the exercise. The Minister of Health will be undertaking the vaccination exercise here on Thursday and Friday for the members of the 10th Parliament, the staff and the members elect of the 11th Parliament. So Thursday and Friday will be used for that activity. Still in our national news, the Uganda Prison Service has also kicked off vaccination of its staff against COVID-19 after receiving 10,000 doses. The Commissioner General of Prisons, Dr. Johnson Biabashaija, who took the first jab, said currently visiting of inmates is restricted to persons who have tested negative for COVID-19 within three days, but they will soon introduce the requirement of a COVID-19 vaccination card. I'm going to take a jab. I'm not afraid of it. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> so that it encourages even other people to take the jobs. There is one thing which we did which inconvenienced the public and I have to apologize to the public that we closed the prisons not to be accessed but it was a measure to deal with the COVID-19 transmission. But now we have been allowing some visitors to go to the prisons. We have been allowing those who have tested negative within the last three days you can go and use it because you know you are not a source of danger. And I think now we shall be allowing those who have been vaccinated because they are no longer a danger to the inmates. The Commission of Health in Uganda Prison Service, Dr. James Sechisambo, has asked prison staff to ignore the fake news surrounding the vaccine on social media because it has been reinvestigated by the World Health Organization and approved. We are aware that last week and beyond there was a lot of scare from the international media that the vaccine is causing clots. A lot of people have misunderstood this vaccine. This area has been cleared by WHO after 10 days of investigations that actually the vaccine has no problem. Even those countries which had suspended its use have now renewed its use and people are receiving it. In Britain alone, 16 million people have received the vaccine and we are yet to hear of any side effect. The same vaccine that we have in Uganda, the AstraZeneca vaccine. In central Uganda, the Kawempe North MP elect Muhammad Segirinya has been remanded to prison on charges of inciting violence. Segirinya appeared today at Buganda Road Court before magistrate Gladys Kamasanyo, who has remanded him until April the 8th. Prosecution has informed court that on March 22nd at Mini Price in Kampala, Segirinya performed an act calculated to incite violence against other persons by holding placards demanding for their presidential candidate's victory and freedom of National Unity Platform members such as James Mubiru, singer Nubian Lee and Eddie Mutue by reasons of their political opinion. Segirinya denied the offense, but his lawyers led by Shamim Malende were successful in applying to court to release him on bail. Meanwhile, Nansana Municipality MP-elect Wakaima Musoke has been dragged to court over assaulting a fellow candidate during the campaigns ahead of the general elections which were held in January. Former candidate Stephen Kasewa has filed a case before the Navoeru Chief Magistrate's Court accusing Wakaima of assaulting him after holding a campaign rally. 
He adds that Wakaima's conduct forbade him from conducting successful campaigns as he was bedridden, which cost him an election. I want Wakaima to be disqualified, not to be counted again as the elected member of the parliament. Two, I want a billion shillings. Even if he has been disqualified, billion shillings. Because I used a lot of money. I used 800 millions. I used 800 millions. Me, Stephen Collins. So the money I've invested in this, court issues and all that, who campaigned for Chagurani in the whole of maybe even Wakiso. People voted for Chagurani. I was the one who campaigned. I campaigned for myself and for Chagurani. So I lose a lot of money. Kawesa's lawyer, Henry Bianzi, has also added that they have already served Wakaima with the court documents and they are waiting for his reply. Today we appeared in court for the very first time and the land magistrate gave directions regarding the filing of the respective witness statements and this must be filed within two, two weeks. Then in a period of two weeks we must also file our joint scheduling memorandum, both the lawyers for Stephen and the lawyers for Honorable Wakaima. Then thereafter, in a period of not less than a month, court shall, co sh shall sit and entertain cross-examination of the parties on their respective witness statements, and thereafter judgment shall be delivered. Since this is a matter of public and national importance, it must be dealt with in a very short time. Wakaima, on his part, dismissed the allegations. Still in the news, the government plans to increase the deployment on lakes to counter attacks on fishermen. The fresh deployment was announced by the Minister for Agriculture, Animal Husbandry and Fisheries, Vincent Sempija, while appearing before the Parliament's Agriculture Committee to table the Fisheries and Aquaculture Bill. Sempija says there are gangs being organized to attack fishermen, which has compelled them to tighten security on the lake. The, the report I have uh, yesterday, people are killing each other. Gangs now are organizing to ambush people on the lake, steal their nets, steal their fish, steal their engines, even kill them. And we are going to ask uh, the, 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 the forces to really maybe sleep on the waters to, to get these gangs. So, so because this is a resource, money is there. Sempija also informed the committee that the government is considering restocking all water bodies that were depleted due to bad fishing practices. Moving on, the Uganda National Bureau of Standards has certified 23 companies to export maize to Kenya. Two weeks ago, the Kenyan government banned the importation of Uganda's maize but later lifted it with restrictions and registration of all exporters of maize. Among the companies which have been approved include Nanziga Millers Association, Bembabazi Millers, Mandela Millers Limited, Aponya Uganda Limited, Olympic Milling Limited, Maganjo Grain Millers, among others. According to the document issued by the spokesperson of the standards body, Sylvia Chirabo, they received over 50 applications and 23 have been approved, whereas 20 are still being scrutinized. Kenya early this month suspended imports of maize from Uganda and Tanzania, citing high levels of aflatoxins. Also in our news, we have an update on the speakership race. The Democratic Party has pledged to support Bokoto Central Member of Parliament, Engineer Richard Sebamala, for the speakership of the 11th Parliament. A civil engineer by profession, 
Sebamala, who beat Vice President Edward Chiwanuka Sekandi in the recent elections, has joined other candidates including the incumbent Rebecca Kadaga, her deputy Jacob Olanya and the opposition chief whip Ibrahim Semujunganda, who are also vying for the same position. While addressing the press, Democratic Party President Nobad Mao said the party will stand with engineer Sebamala by all costs. Sebamala says the campaigns have already started and he has vowed to reach out to all members irrespective of their political affiliations and is confident he will win. I have told people time and again that at the time when I stood against the vice president, even when I went through a lot, I told them I will win. And I'm telling you now, brothers and sisters, this is not a joke. We need that position back. Not as opposition, but as a country. We need that position back and we are going to get it back. As they are fighting, look upon them. We are very happy with MPs, some MPs from Democratic Party, that they say they will support Madame Kadag. It gives us hope that there will be very many NRM MPs that will support the Democratic Party. In western Uganda, four people have been arrested over the death of six lions at Queen Elizabeth National Park last week, the Uganda Wildlife Authority has confirmed. Those arrested have been named as Brian Ampudira, Vincent Tumuhire, Robert Alio and Davy Miliango. UWA's communications manager Bashir Hanji said the four were arrested on Monday night during a joint operation mounted by UWA, the UPDF, and police in Chenyabutongo village in Kanungu district. He said three bottles containing a chemical commonly known as furadan and a two-liter jerrycan of lion fat oil were also recovered in a banana plantation, while two spears, one machete, and one hunting net were found hidden in a garden at the home of Tumuhide. The carcasses of the lions were discovered at Ishasha sector last Friday and an investigation into the deaths was launched. He said they got credible leads on Monday and a joint operation by UPDF. The police and UWA was conducted leading to the arrest of the four suspects. He said the suspects will be arraigned in the courts of law as investigations continue. Still in western Uganda... Over 6,000 residents of Rugaga sub-county in Isinjiro district are counting losses following heavy hailstorms which destroyed their property and crops. The storm, which lasted almost three hours on Sunday evening, mainly destroyed banana plantations, the only source of income for the area residents, while homes and churches were also destroyed. The most affected parishes are Nyarubare, Charubambura and Chiriaburo. The affected families are now calling on the government and other organizations to come to their rescue. We are getting money to pay loans from our banana plantation. So government help us. We are, we are going to be caught by loans. We don't know whether... And in these few days, that's when the rain started and even people have been on the way recovering so that they can at least get uh, uh, something which they can at least uh, depend on. As you see, there is no hope at all so that people can at least uh, recover on that. Matthias Tushawomwe, the sub-county chairperson, says they are likely going to face serious famine. Remember, three years back, we experienced a drought and it affected all our plantations. People had nothing to eat. In fact, we are getting food assistance from NGOs, from government, from some people, well-wishers. They were giving us food. Now to our supplies. These banana plantations had started recovering and people have used a lot of money to make them recover. We are asking the government to intervene and assist our people. First of all, we need 
food assistance. If our people are not given food, it means that these banana plantations which have been washed away, they will be consumed within a week. So we are asking the government to give us food assistance. Tushabome further petitions financial institutions to waive off loans to the affected families or extend loan payment periods as most of them had acquired loans to improve their plantations. Uh, equally so, we are asking other uh, financial institutions like banks who have uh, our clients in this area to assist them and waive their loans. We know that they will pay but they give them extra time. Because if they make them to pay now, they will not get the money because where they have been getting money from has been washed away. Our plantations are completely down. In Teso region, communities have been warned against mingling in bars, trading centers and other crowded places as it puts them at risk of contracting tuberculosis. This warning was made ahead of the World Tuberculosis and Leprosy Day that will be marked at Moroto Boma Grounds today with the theme, It's Time to End Tuberculosis. According to Edward Chelimo, the officer working at TB department in Soroti Regional Referral Hospital, tuberculosis is a potentially serious infectious disease that mainly affects one's lungs. He explained that the bacteria that causes tuberculosis is spread from one person to another through tiny droplets released into the air via coughs and sneezes. Chelimo also encourages communities to visit health facilities so as to test for TB so that earlier treatment can be taken before the disease intensifies. We are celebrating World TB Day because TB and leprosy is a disease which is becoming rampant in the community and people have neglected it. They think that TB is for poor, it's not for rich people, but it's also getting rich people and also poor people. And also TB moves hand in hand with COVID-19. Though the signs of COVID-19, they present immediately, but for TB takes long. So that's why we are trying to sensitize the community that you may be having TB or you may be having I mean, you may be having COVID. So the most important thing, if you see anyone in the community, make sure bring that person. Or if you see yourself, you come to the hospital, we test. We can test you TB or we test you COVID-19. With that story, we come to the end of the news around Uganda. I am Lydia Lekonyer. Good morning.